What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. What's up, guys? We are back for a recap of, I think Dustin's a little confused if it's Bachelor or Bachelorette. We got Bachelor season in the house. We got Bachelor season in the house. I'm excited. I was, you know, shitting on this season a little bit, but I'm excited now. I'm excited to continue to shit talk. So... It's been a while. I've had like a week break from shit talking. So I'm excited to be back on the Bats of Recaps. What about you? Me too. Me too. Um, so you, you're asking everyone here with our intro, Bachelor or Bachelorette? And uh, good question. I, you well, know, yeah, let I me think- ask you, let me ask you first. Not too many people have been in the same position that you have where you've been on the Bachelor and the Bachelorette. So which season, which one is your favorite? Well, Not being as, the bachelor. Don't put yourself as being the bachelor, no, but as a viewer. As a viewer. As a viewer, yeah. I I don't know. I think there is, I don't know if it was from last night, the return home, you know, going back home to the mansion, uh, that familiarity that comes with that. I don't know if it's just I, I think I think I'm a more I'm more of a fan of the bachelor. Um, just as a pure viewer. I get maybe also that could just be as simple as being, you know. Uh, a man just more interested in, in, in the dynamic of watching the women. And, you know, for women, it could be the opposite for watching more of the dynamic from the men. It could be as simple as that. But I think, I think for me, I would say, uh, I would say the bachelor, I'm excited. It's uh, I mean, this is what kind of started the, uh, this whole franchise. So exciting to be back and watching it all unfold. What about I you? Agree. I agree. I think in my opinion, the bachelor uh, seasons are the most entertaining. I think, one, because you have all these these beautiful women that are just catfighting from start to finish. And it's it's the drama is definitely at a higher level when you are watching The Bachelor than The Bachelorette. 100%. I agree. Yeah, I think I definitely think it's easier for that high level drama to to come out with uh, on The Bachelor. I think that's what we've seen from previous seasons. So, man, this if there's going to be a, a, a dramatic season to... Uh, to be more dramatic than mine, I think this may be it. So I think uh, I may be handing, whatever that term is, handing the baton off to Clayton, and I am happy to do that. So um, <laughs> Clayton, it's all you, man. It's all you. All right. Let's get down to Batser Breakdown. We have, as always, Emma with us. What's up, Emma? You know, out here thriving. How about you guys? Doing good. Doing good. You know, trying to get in motion after, you know, the holidays, the New Year's Eve. And yeah. I feel like, yeah, we were talking. Everyone's kind of out of whack. Like It's sluggish getting back into it. It's hard to refine the routine. I think everyone needs another week just to kind of slowly get into the rhythm of going back to work. I know I do. Oh, yeah, for sure. That We had an epic New Year's Eve. It was, I think we're still recovering, but. Epic New Year's Eve. Tons of fun. Great way to bring in the new year. And we got a new season. 
of The Bachelor helping us bring in this new year. So let's get into it. Let's do it. All right. Fantastic. So Clayton shows up. We've got The Bachelor Mansion is back. It's we're going back to our roots. Like Peter said, it's nice to be getting back into that kind of normalcy. They're all showing up at the mansion. It felt normal again. It wasn't one of those things where you're thinking about the pandemic the whole time. It was like for a moment, everything was normal. Mm -hmm. Um, And by normal, I mean dramatic and women crying and it's going to be an amazing season. So they do a little backstory on who is Clayton. They show him around town and they show his mom's house and then they... They show everyone in Missouri cheering for him. And it felt very small town, but like he's a big name now. He's been a big name for a while. So for it to be the so small towns small thrive. Town. Small towns thrive in the show. It's really? always the small I feel like it's the small towns that people love, they could relate to. And I feel like that's when the show probably does their best, in my opinion. Yeah, I, we we've had a few, a few I think the majority of the bachelors have been this kind of this small town vibe. No, we have obviously Clayton Ben. From what I remember from his intro, right? Wasn't he kind of small town? Was it Illinois? Sean? I actually have no depth of knowledge on this one. Actually, that's about as far as my knowledge with that goes. So maybe, maybe I'm, I'm not right, but We got to call yeah. uh, Suzanne and see over at Bachelor Data, see if she's got the stats for us. Yeah. I um, No, I think it's cool. It was uh, definitely a cool intro for Clayton, that whole small town vibe around him. Definitely, you know, they're getting... I think, you know, someone... What makes a good bachelor, right? You ask that question or, you know, just asking that question in general. I think we're seeing some qualities to in in Clayton right off the bat that's going to help create a good season of The Bachelor. And with that, I think, is someone that's able to get emotional, someone that's able to get in touch with their feelings. And that's not difficult to kind of have that flow through you. Boom, right off the bat, you see that with Clayton, you know, a bunch of montages back, you know, from Michelle and um, him getting, you know, emotional talking about it. And and the kids and all that. Yeah. <laughs> that I mean, I will say, I will, to be fair, uh, I, there was a little forced, that part. The crying over that, the kids letter. Uh, they, I was like, about to say, come on. That I, was, I wish, I was like, I didn't buy that part. I was like, dude, you don't, you don't even know these kids. Like, you don't, I mean, I don't, I didn't really see a connection with him and Michelle. So I think they were trying to sell that a little little too hard. But I think what the point of it was, is letting you get connected to him and see that Mm -hmm. he's got an emotional side, vulnerable side, right? The most overused word in the show. Um, That's a plus. I think building off of what you said about what it takes to make a good bachelor, I think that there are two categories of good bachelor. I think there's like the really strong lead that takes control and you feel like they're in control the whole time. I think that it also makes great TV when the lead is a little bit naive because then the producers can play it a little bit better. And Mm -hmm. I think that's also what we're going to get here because he's obviously naive enough to go on and get roasted at after the final rose. And who knows what's going to happen, but I've already seen so much Frankenbiting and so much like editing wizardry going on. I think that this guy is getting played by production and production is playing an A-plus game so far. Poor guy. Yeah. Yeah, he he has been roasted uh, a couple of times. Um, I think right off the bat, yeah, you do see the difference in in leads, right? I think Michelle was that kind of strong, wasn't going to get kind of played or really wasn't naive in a lot of situations. But I think, you know, doesn't necessarily make for the best seasons. If we're looking at this from what at the end of the day it is, is, is entertainment. This is reality TV. Slight little, you know, some boringness to the put to the season. With Clayton, I don't think you're going to have that. I think it's going to be um, straight fire the entire time. And uh, that's what the viewers want. I agree. 
So they introduce us to some of the women. We get like the first little like tease as to who these women are. The one thing that really did stand out to me is the one woman who said that she was both a flight instructor and a flight student. Man, represent, super cool. Love to see aviation represented in the show. I think, I think that girl's going to do really good. Oh, for sure. So then the big thing that happened before we even see the limos pull up, a girl does a knock-knock. She shows up at Clayton's door to tell a story about her wedding. What were your guys' thoughts on that? This girl should have... Uh, I, I would I get, have been so bummed if I was Clayton. I feel like the girl should have never even... had. She, she should have never Should've went on the show. Why? I mean... What was the point of going on there? If you're still healing, you know, that this was very recent. There was no reason for you to go, go there. And you had this discussion with him. Clayton's very opening and talk, talking to you and, and trying to comfort you. And he wants you to stay. He gives you the rose to stay. Like, mm-hmm. I, it was a lot of mixed signals in that, if you ask me. The other thing is, how long does casting take? Because when did she apply to be on The Bachelor? What, what was her relationship like in that moment? Was it like just a, we just broken up and out of anger, she applied to be on The Bachelor? Or what, were they falling apart and she started to apply? What happened? I want to know that timeline because how are you at Bachelor Mansion on the day that should be your wedding? Yeah, good point. So th- this obviously had been going on for a while with her with the process of getting onto The Bachelor, that doesn't happen overnight. So honestly, who knows? This is all speculation. We don't know. But I feel like at first it it came off like, okay, maybe this was a, you know, she was, because it does, you know, they do bring more than however, it's, if it's going to be 30, they'll usually have like two reserves or two or three people that aren't going to make it to the final night. They get invited to the, you know, to the hotel and you get prepped and you do all the intro interviews and all that, but you don't actually get asked to go limo night. So it could have been that she didn't know who the bachelor was and maybe she just wasn't interested in Clayton once she once it was revealed and she's like all right I'm not going forward with this and then they had maybe they they played that narrative out for some good drama had her go say goodbye see if you know if there was a a a chance there but maybe not because I actually did see a a connection there I'm not gonna lie I did see some sparks even from that brief just combo just it was Mr. Doctor said it it must be real I tell I'm telling you no, it was impressive. I'm like, I, they I'm literally right. just met. And I felt more sparks, you know, between them than a lot of the girls from the first night that he gave roses to um, from the mansion. So who mixed knows? signals, mixed signals, big time. Who knows? It could have just been that she thought she had, a, you know, she could do it. And finally, the pressure of it all got to her. And she's like, no, I'm just not right. And, and kudos to her. Kudos to her mm-hmm. for dropping for out. And not boundaries. A lot of people, I think, would have probably stayed for the experience and just to see what the show could do for them. And that took a lot. That was, I was, that was, that was kudos to her. I was proud of her for that. Do you think she's going to come back? I think, I think there's definitely a chance she comes back. There's definitely Definitely a chance she comes back. I agree. I think um, that's playing up for a really dramatic ending. Yeah, it just it just makes so much sense for production to bring her back at the end. It's a storyline, right? She's had some time to heal, to grieve. She now feels like she's in a good spot with her heart. And before he, you know, fully commits to someone, she 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 wanted to give it a chance and see if there was still something there. I totally see maybe possibly her being one of the women that he is claiming he's in love with that we're hearing about at the end. I could definitely see that. Very possibly. 
So I'm looking over my notes here and realizing that I'd had a couple beers when I was taking these <laughs> notes because they're they're quite colorful. But she got offered a rose, which is some producer shit, if you're asking me. But that's some A-plus producer shit. Like, like I was saying, it might be a very, like, production-heavy, like, season, but it's going to be good. That's going to make for good TV. It's not going to be pretty to watch. There's going to be a lot of tears. It's going to be horrible, but... That's what makes a good bachelor season, if you're asking this me. This is going to be an Antonio Brown bachelor season. Oh, my and God. And for anyone that knows football, knows what I'm talking about, that's a great thing for Bachelor Nation. So buckle up, guys. <laughs> Pull a full Antonio Brown. It's going to be The fun. CTE of Bachelor Nation. Let's go. Ooh, rip, rip. Okay. So the quote that we walk away from that situation with was, the first rose I gave out as Bachelor was rejected, which... <laughs> Brutal. Absolutely brutal. And then there was a commercial for JoJo and whatever Aaron Rodgers' little brother's name is, maybe Jordan, uh, about dry January. And I was like, hey, look, they're still like making content. We got to get a commercial. Do you think ABC would run it? Our commercial? Yeah. (laughs) Not a chance in hell. (laughs) Not a chance in hell. Zero zero chance. Zero zero chance. Especially (laughs) after we get these... uh, yeah, especially after out. we uncover these uh, these dark seasons. But I can't wait. I'm so stoked. Oh, okay, yeah. so we show up to the mansion and Jesse Palmer walks up and he's like, so good to finally meet you. It was weird to see them standing next to each other because it's been memed so many times all over uh, Instagram, especially Bachelor Clues. I know Dustin's a big fan of the memes over there. So it was funny to oh, see them the finally Spider-Man standing memes. together. <laughs> so they introduce... Uh, Jesse to Clayton and they're like, all right, let's get into it. And they're like, so that was kind of wild that Sally showed up last night or earlier today. How do you feel? And then they're like, okay, well, that's done. Let's introduce you to the women. And then I tried to do a line by line of all of the women and it's not great, but it doesn't have to be because the first night is always a cluster. So the ones that stood out, I liked Tessa's is asset spelled backwards. Not awful. Kate. I don't know. Have you guys seen Selling Sunset by chance on Netflix? Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. I love Selling Sunset. Guilty pleasure of a show. Kate, who Great came show. up and had him do like a shot of whiskey, which was really like a sip. I remember Let's be real. Yeah. She works for the Oppenheim Group, which is the oh, really? real estate group that is featured is she, on Selling Sunset. Is she Sunset. on the show? No. But do you think she might be next season? Oh. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> Look at that strategic marketing. Oh, absolutely. Oh, her sales about to go up. <laughs> yeah, no, she and she was uh yeah, she was cute. I liked her. She was um cool little, you know, relaxing intro with Clayton, nothing crazy, making him feel kind of hopefully he likes whiskey and, you know, making him feel at home. I thought that was good. I thought that was a simple play. And at first, so after like the first 15, I wrote myself a note like too like too long don't uh didn't read. This is all really boring. No one's very creative. And then I was proven wrong because the rest of them were insane. The ashes of an ex-boyfriend. And then we had the the senior bachelor, which was a thinly veiled promotion for something that they've been casting for for what, two years? It's not going to happen. I, I think it is. I, I That was awesome. So that was actually the mom of my, my producer from The Bachelorette. Um, oh really? Her name's Allie, and that was—I knew she was, that that was coming on, and um, that that was her mom. Her mom's an actress, and 
they uh, they used her, which is it was just so funny. I like met her in person. And I was like, no freaking way! That's that's awesome. I love that play. I just just picture myself like if I would have been Clayton, I've been like. Like whoa, okay. Like how do you how do you react there? But I thought it was it was well done and um, a good little tease. I, I really do think the senior bachelor is going to happen. So so that was the wing woman. So that's the uh, flight instructor that we were talking about. Holly, I believe yes. is her name. Uh, Ivana didn't say a word. The sexy doctor was weird because like is lingerie doctor really what we need in a pandemic? Do we really need that? Save a I think horse Clayton ride a cow. He wasn't mad. Yeah. I mean, if a girl shows up in lingerie trying to be your wife, I don't think you're upset. Being a man that's got a girl, I say no. I say, nope, we don't need that. <laughs> we did not. Good boy, okay. Dustin. As someone who's happily, uh, happily wifed up, I'm, I'm glad for you, Dustin. We don't need that. Maybe some people no place need for that. lingerie doctors. No, there's no place for that. There's no place for that. None. None at all. I still am missing this one girl's name, but I think she went home night one. But she brought the pillow with a with his face on it, so she could sit on his face, which was oh yeah. Old. Which what's I, I forgot which name. Wow, that's right. Yeah, I do remember that. I forgot, I forgot her name. I don't. I'm not sure. I think yeah, the lingerie doctor too. She went. Did she go home first night? I actually don't know. I don't. Oh think no, so. no, no. The one that I'm looking here in the, in our notes is uh the one that didn't say anything. Didn't yeah, say Ivana a word. Did, she was completely silent. She went home. Man. What that's got to just like really burn, like watching that back, realizing that you go on, you don't even say anything, <laughs> and then you don't ever get a chance to say anything ever again after. It's a bold <laughs> move, especially if you don't get time during the night. Think yeah. about it. Your intro is you say you stay completely silent, you wave, you, and then all the other girls get time at the end of the night. It's like, okay, who am I going to pick? It's like that really backfired. Yeah, that was yeah. unfortunate. Yeah, I. You can see where she was comfortable from, like trying to be secretive, mysterious. Yeah, if I think if work. he would have been like really into her, like just initial attraction, that would have played off perfect. But yeah, maybe just not his type. I don't know. I don't, I don't think. I think if I was the bachelor, I would want to. Yeah, hear your name. Talk to me right now. Like time is so. Even fleeting. if I. Yeah. Like, yeah, but I want to know. You wouldn't have. I definitely like would have been thinking like, huh. I don't even know what that girl's voice sounds like. I don't know her name. I know nothing about her. I got to find out. It. I guess it could go. It could go both ways. It didn't go, unfortunately, that way for her this this time. I think she had it play out in her head the way you have it playing out in your head, and that's definitely not how it went. Not yeah. See what she was going for. So you win some, you lose some. Maybe she can try it again in paradise. Yeah. Then, so the one that I thought was interesting was the giant snake. How would you guys feel? Oh, I don't oh. like snakes. I don't think Peter likes snakes. I, I would have run off that that mansion set in a heartbeat. I would have not. I would not have been able to have done that. Ain't no way. Done. Ain't that was no one way. of my. That was one of my. Uh, when you when you when you're like in the whole audition process, you do this whole questionnaire, top fears, and in the moment, for anyone that's auditioning, they will most likely use this stuff against you. So don't actually be honest and tell them your top fears. But I was, and I said snakes, and I was so surprised not once throughout the entire experience they didn't, they didn't um, you know, subject me to that. Can't believe they flew you all the way out to Australia not to torture you with snakes. Like- the one time I ever had an interaction with snakes was the most poisonous snake in the world, apparently. It was in Costa Rica. It was actually on my trip for, a, uh, we were going to a one-on-one in the middle of the jungle and this snake pulls out into the middle of the road and just me and my producer and the driver and he goes, oh, and you know, starts making a ruckus. 
And he's like, you gotta, I got to show you this. I got to show you this. And we walk up to it within like five feet. He's like, yeah, that's the most poisonous snake in the world. I'm like, why do we just get out of this car? Um, that was my only interaction with snakes. Yeah. I'm going to go with no. It's going to be a big no from me, dog. But the big snake got some more FaceTime than a lot of the women on the, uh, on the first episode. So look at Dustin, that. Dustin, care to comment? Yeah, I, I agree. There were some people I saw on there. I thought there was definitely going to be some more screen time, but... I was confused by the girl in the bubbles. The, the bikini bathtub show up. Bold. Very bold. Bold. Very bold. They, uh, did you guys notice? Something happened. Something happened. What happened? They didn't, they, they cut out her intro with, Clay, with Clayton and then was no longer seen on the episode. It wasn't at the rose ceremony. I think three people declined a rose. Self-e-limbed. First night, yeah, but they didn't, they didn't show that one. Well, there was that one girl who uh, very obviously didn't like Clayton. That, why be so rude, though? Oh, my gosh. Why, why do that? that was He's the worst. Odd. I don't like him. And it, it sounded a little slurry. I'm not going to lie. If I had to put my uh, bet anywhere, I'd say she had a couple drinks, and she was yeah. upset that they weren't clicking, and she said, he's the worst, and I hate being here, and, uh, uh, and it was... It was messy. Never trust a girl yeah. named Claire. She... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, that must have been rough oh, to man. look back because she's literally saying, I hate him. And then he questions her about it. She's like, I never said that. I, I'd never say that. I don't hate anyone. Like, she was literally saying it. I just said it. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Be class. If you get, I mean, it's a very good chance you're going to get rejected. And just, just be classy with it. It's I, okay. I can't, just... I'm sorry. I can't stand people with that kind of personality. I, it just rubs me the wrong way so much. I'm just like, no, 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 no. Stay out of my life. So the last production thing about limos, and then we can go full into the rest of the night. There was the tiny car girl who showed up on the tiny car. And then, of course, whenever someone shows up in a tiny car, they have to bring in a big car. And yeah. then she smashes into the tiny car. Scripted? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. 100%. Because that's all, all those in the driveway, everything's cleared out. And it's, it's, a, it's like a five-minute gap between every person that comes through and it's a special um, entrance like that. So they obviously left that in on purpose. I wish that they would have like actually crumbled it, like gone over. That would have been hilarious. prediction i haven't seen anything i don't know but i'm gonna go ahead and say the Susie girl is gonna be our next bachelorette yeah she definitely Susie, Susie was a cutie for sure that's gonna be your new bachelorette she's she's she kind of relates a little bit to hannah brown like i get the same kind of vibe but she's got like very she's got she's got charm to her Great charm i'm gonna make a bold Prediction, and I'm gonna say this is your next bachelor. Honestly, you said that, and I even noticed. I mean, her int- her entrance. I think she did the shocker, right, with the electricity. Yeah, she had like the the gag hand yeah. shocker, which was yeah. You felt the spark, but I even noticed. I almost felt. Well, I didn't. I did feel like she was more in control. Like she, it seemed like she was the bachelor, and Clayton was a contestant during their conversation. Like the way she was carrying the conversation, and and just like the the vibe of that. I don't know if you guys picked up on that at all on their first one on one little conversation oh, yeah. on the couch, but very composed. I, I could definitely see that. I could definitely see her in that role. 
Calm down. Calm down, buddy. Look, calm down. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> Someone's crushing. She is one of the pageant girls from Bachelor Nation. Pageant girl, okay. She's a pageant girl? Yeah, so because I, I was pretty sure I had checked Bachelor data. Once again, I just, I, I get most of my stuff from Bachelor data. She is one of the pageant girls, so that would explain like the Hannah Brown-esque sort of presence. Like it's yeah. very mm-hmm. poised. It is a very particular presence that you are taught how to hold yourself. So I think that there's that. I also think she's just great. And if you watch the original trailer, which I watched three times before this episode to try to figure out who was who Damn, Emma. <laughs> um, and figure out the editing. And if you actually watch those trailers side by side, they cut to different people. The one that they showed before the first episode and the one that they showed after the first episode show different people at different points of him saying, I love you, or I slept with these women. It's oh yeah, we we noticed that. Oh, Peter did this. Peter did uh, the same last thing last night. Uh, we were watching. He's like, hold, hold on. Up. We 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 rewinded like honestly probably like they, 10, 20 they, times. They pulled Wait, the did you see this? switch. You see they, this? The finale yeah. of everyone. By the way, we are going to make our predictions because the show very cleverly. And I don't know how I, I what stuck out at the end of this last episode, but I was like, wait, hold up. The girls that they're showing at the end, they're making you think he's talking about I'm in love with are not the final girls. It's they do a very good bait and switch and frankenbiting and the way they cut it and then cut to one of the girls, you know, crying about whatever mm-hmm. she's crying about has nothing to do with him saying that he loves um, multiple girls. That's all all editing. So it's not I, I promise you the girls are showing right now are not going to be the girls he's actually in love with at the end. Oh, I agree. And I would implore anyone listening who doesn't believe us to pull up those uh, yep. videos side by side. You can side. see the dresses and the hair color are different. Mm-hmm. I had to do some uh, good like detective work this time since Peter embarrassed me so much last season. I was like, okay, <laughs> he, got, he got his info from the promo. What am I doing wrong? <laughs> the promo will say it all. If you look, if you know where to look and you look hard enough, you can see. But yeah, that final, that final scene where they're on, or who knows, not the final, on the top of the escalator there. And Clayton's like, I gotta be honest. I, it's a brunette and a blonde. Everyone's it's gonna be so shocked when it gets to that point. And they're gonna, if you guys haven't heard this episode, they're gonna be like, what? No. But yeah, those are not the women that he's talking about. I think, and, and who were those women? There was one was the- uh, The two women from the original- were Jill and Susie. Susie being the pageant girl that we were just talking about. And then Jill is the one who showed up with the ashes of her ex-boyfriend, which is whack. Then the second one, they give us Genevieve and Genevieve. Jane. But I No, one was Sarah too. No, I think the Genevieve and Jane one is the one they're trying to sell as the, the, the final women. And they're not. No, I think they're trying to switch it. I think they're going to flip the script all season long because why yeah. not? Keep yeah, them guessing. Sure. Everyone's been knowing that this is going to be The Bachelor for months. Might as well make the season fun. Yeah. No, that was that was clever on, on, on the show's part to uh, act like they're putting it all out there, but they're really not. They're going to they're gonna fool everyone at the end. No, I'm confused. I don't know who I'm picking for my top three. So one of the other things my grandpa pointed out, I believe his quote was, if you take the kissing out of this show, it's only about 10 minutes long. Clayton got around <laughs> night one. What are you guys' thoughts on that? As you should. Have fun. Feel that spark. See which ones you have a better connection with. You know, this is before all the feelings get involved. So I say good job, young lad. Good job. I mean, you are there to the first nights, kind of all about that initial spark, initial chemistry. You know, you can feel that from a nice conversation, from a first kiss. See what what you're feeling, what you're not. And um, 
he uh, he made his round. So good for him. I'd say like if you're in that position, you kind of got it, right? Like there's no. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, I guess, I guess what's the argument not to do it if if a if you if you're actually feeling it in in that moment? There is great, and you know we had heard too that he um, you know he kissed every girl the first night, and you know people want to like bash on that, but there is you know I'll admit too there's there's moments where you're sitting with you know with, with a woman, especially that first that first night, and if it's not really there, if you're not really feeling like. It, it, if there's like not much else to talk about, like it kind of draws and no one's dra- like no one's pulling you out of it. It's almost like an awkward type uh, silence or awkward moment. And you're like, um, what else do we do now? And so it's almost just like a natural, well, let's go in for a kiss. Let's see if that, that spices up anything, if, they, if there's anything there. That definitely happens throughout, throughout the season. If you, test know. it. Yeah. Litmus test, you know? Exactly. I think that's fair. I don't think we should judge him for it. Like, that's kind of what the whole show is about. And if people are like, oh my God, he kissed every girl. It's like, that's, he's dating 30 women. I'll judge him for a lot of things, but I won't, yeah, I won't judge him for that. He's going to get judged a lot. That's one thing I won't judge him for. No, I think that's fair. And so the first kiss is the the girl who gets the first impression rose. Her name is Teddy. She seems nice. Yeah. And she also said like, she would go like, she admitted if she would go to fantasy suite, she would lose her virginity. And I remember, I was like, I think you're going to regret that in the future of losing your virginity on live television. Like, and for everyone to know, I think that's going to, I I don't know. I just feel later on, you're not going to feel the same. Yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying. It's kind of an odd, if, you know, if that's something that you're, 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 you're saving and you've been, your whole life you've been saving for to, to then go and, and and lose it on reality TV when you don't really know this person, and it's then maybe maybe what fifteen hours consecutive time of spending time with them it does seem like an odd way to finally choose to. Okay, now I'm gonna so so odd. You know, I've, you would think that it would you want to wait. I don't know. I just don't see that. Uh, not, I'm just not the. I don't know. I, I think I'm just over the whole that whole that whole storyline. Let's just it's just drop we've that been one. trying to make it taboo still, and it's like maybe the first couple of times we brought it up, it was cool. Maybe having a bachelor who was a virgin was something that we could talk about. But like, who cares? This girl hasn't had sex. Whatever. Some pe- like who a cares? lot of people have had sex. Along with the like secularization of society, it's become less and less taboo. And I think that we should just kind of move on from it. Who like? Yeah. I think, and, and, and it's not like it's for shortage of ideas from producers because they are absolutely brilliant in what they come up with. And I mean, look at the beginning of this last, or this new season with the, with the, um, with the girl that was supposed to get married. Like that was a completely new kind of storyline. So mm-hmm. there's always new things they can throw in. I'm surprised they're, they're kind of recycling some of these other ones that aren't that entertaining, but she got the first impression. A lot of these girls look like previous girls too. If, if am I not mistaken? What's that? A lot of these girls look like past contestants. I think that everyone starts to look the same when they keep shoving different seasons of The Bachelor down our throat. Yeah, like we've we've gone on now for a year and changed, that's, like that's without a break. Really true. <laughs> I'm exhausted. Even even yeah, it's I mean everyone is saying it, and it's just true. Is is Clayton and, and Jesse? Man, I'm just like. That first, that first scene when they both show up to the mansion, I'm like, wow, these guys are, these could be brothers, if, like cousins, like they're, look a lot alike, but 
I guess, yeah, at some point you have enough seasons on, you're going to get people to look alike. Also, have you ever heard of the cheerleader effect? What's that? So it's a concept where, okay, this it's originally, I believe, from How I Met Your Mother, uh, where a group of girls all together build up how attractive they are. And it's like, oh, that group of girls over there is a 10. But if you look at each of them individually, they're really just a bunch of sevens. And the cheerleader effect is if you surround yourself by a bunch of people who are decently attractive, you all look more attractive. Interesting. So I think there is a lot of that in this show where it's like, I don't know if I'd walk up to necessarily any of the, like all of the guys on Michelle's season, but together it was like, all right, that's an attractive looking group of guys. So it's the same thing going on right now. More of a quantity, not quality type. Make out with everyone, you know? That's the takeaway. (laughs) Uh, Okay. If my boyfriend listens to this, I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) So then we go, uh, he toasts and he spills his toast. They have the rest of the night. There's all the drama we've already talked about with this Claire chick. Then we go into the rose ceremony. And there are too many people for me to keep track of. Uh, In my notes, it says, Serena, Susie, Eliza, TBH, I stopped paying attention. Uh, because there are just so many names. Which ones went home? The silent girl. The girl who didn't say anything. Okay. Uh, what was her name? Her name was Frig. Silent. Ivana. Ivana. Yep. Ivana. Ivana went home. A couple other people went home. All right. Let's, let, let's, okay. So good, good, good first episode. Um, some new things in there. Let's, let's realistically talk though, how this is playing out. What what are some twists and turns that you guys think are gonna are gonna come that you know that maybe we're not seeing? I think I mean, we called out the the Frank and Biden with the end. So the women that they are playing out to be the final two or final three are different. Do you guys think? Do you think he ends up with someone? I really hope so. <laughs> He's put himself. I'm gonna say hell. he. I'm gonna say he does. I'm gonna say he ends up with somebody. So the unfortunately. Clayton says goodbye to his first group of women. And that's always, you know, always, my heart always goes out to those, you know, those people that, that invest so much, take so much time, walk away from work for a little bit. And it's just, boom, it's kind of just done. And that's unfortunate reality of, of the show that has to happen. But, uh, it's part of the game, you know, even if you, I mean, think about like the people who showed up to paradise at the very, very end and they, had to do the same amount of quarantine. They had to do the same amount of like restrictive contracts and they only got two days of airtime. It's kind of mm-hmm. what you sign up for. You never know how it's going to play out. Maybe you'll end up the next bachelor. Maybe you'll go home night one. I'd love to see the analysis yeah. of the people that allegedly got copies of how to win the bachelor and how they uh, squared up night one. Do we know who, who, who got copies? We don't know names. We do not know. I don't know if that's advertised. I actually should probably reach out to Game of Roses and see if they've released that information. Love it. All right. Well, first episode of Clayton season. First episode down. You guys feeling good? I, I'll, I'll say I think, uh, I think Clayton did a good job. Yep. Yeah. I, Clayton, you're definitely, you're definitely rooting for him. You definitely hope he finds what he's looking for. Just no one can say the guy's not a, you know, a nice, sweet guy. Um, and yeah, I'm excited to see this unfold. The drama is going to be insane. Um, fun little teaser prediction here. I'm going to throw out. Uh, I'm saying 
He doesn't end up with anybody from the first night. I Ooh. think if he ends up with anyone, it is the lady I'm spacing her name now that walked away uh, from um, because she was, you know, her heart wasn't ready at that point yet. I think she oh, comes back then. Sally? Season. Sally, I think. Going for her wedding? <sighs> yes. I think that's the, uh, the biggest chance. Um, uh, just, just a fun little teaser prediction. And uh, I think Susie's Bachelorette. And I'll leave you guys with that for uh, my predictions. Damn. Bold. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna end up with somebody. I didn't say. Yeah, um, I think so too. I just think it's Sally. I just don't know who yet. I can't say. I do have my top three, but we'll give a top three later on. Unless you guys want to do it now. Now nah, let's do it. We'll start off the next recap by labeling it off. We we got to get organized cool. here, folks. Yeah, that that works. They'll give us some more trailers to sneak peek at. Look at you guys. You guys are learning. I shouldn't have said anything. I shouldn't have said anything. (laughs) Well, last night you went through the, went back like 50 times. (laughs) Like, look at that dress. Look at that. The dress is different. Okay. You see that? No, that's not the, oh, did you see what they did? (laughs) Little did I know. I had no idea what Frank and Biden even was before, before this show, but. Pete was CIA last night. He was literally CIA. It's fun. So the, the brilliant thing is at this point, we've made 62 episodes together. So I could have you guys say anything I want to, Frank inviting. That's the beauty of production. That's scary, so. yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's true. Maybe we should have Red do that just to kind of like put a full sentence together of something we never said just to show how Some easy it is. Some whack stuff. It's interesting. Wow. Well, be nuts. All right, guys. Anything else? Not really. I think that the ending was beautiful. We got the toast from Clayton being like, or the women saying, raise a toast to the most beautiful and supportive women I've met in my life. And then there's a beautiful crying montage. <laughs> yeah, and that's where we're left it. for the week. So I'm, I'm excited. I know you guys at the top talked about which is better, The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. And I have to say The Bachelor. Yeah. The women go off the deep end so much more easily and much more dramatically than the men do. Like, yeah, the jacket got thrown in the water on Michelle's season, but like these girls are gonna. That's about it. The the cattiness, though, doesn't necessarily come out. I agree on on the Bachelorette. So it's gonna be. We're in for a treat. That kind of scares me for Clayton, you know, because he is such a good guy. I hope he doesn't end up with like someone that's just like a total bitch. I hope not. Like, I don't want him to be controlled. I don't want him to. You know, I, I don't I don't want that for him because he's, he's too you, nice. You can see that's a great point. You can see that quality. I, like I kind of I felt for him, and I'm like, oh, it's tough, and it's only going to get harder for him. But when he was being when he was with Claire, and that other the other girl came out to try to take him, and he was just so torn, like uh uh uh, uh like he didn't want to like say no to anyone. He didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. You could see that uh has potential for getting into some trouble if he's not going to mm-hmm. kind of put his foot down. So wishing yeah. him all the best, all the luck. Wish him all the best. I will say, I think he's got a great group of girls too. I think uh, hopefully his one is out there. It seems like there's a lot of great girls out there. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. I think it's going to be good. Look at that. Weren't you guys saying you weren't excited before? Look at that. You guys have I, come I wasn't a long way. saying I, I wasn't it. excited. Well, maybe I did. I, I don't know. Which, we've been getting beat down by this show for a minute now. It's been nonstop. So, so tired. <laughs> awesome. Let me go, please. Good stuff, guys. Uh, Looking forward to the rest of the season and episode two recap coming for you next week. Bachelors in the City is hosted by me, Peter Weber. And me, Dustin Kendrick. This podcast is produced by Red Rock Music and powered by ACAST. 
Our producer is Red Yoakum and our associate producer is Emma Martins. Be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast. Send your voice memos to btc at redrockmusic.com. That's btc at reddrockmusic.com for your chance to be featured on the show. And of course, follow us on Instagram at Bachelors in the City Podcasts. See you next week. Thanks for listening and sign up for our membership program to become a honorary third roommate. Join now for $3 per month and enjoy the episodes ad-free. Click the link in the episode description so you can move in.